Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This devotional is titled, Prophetic Guardrails. When it comes to prophecy, the propensity for error is great. People tend to run with fanciful ideas instead of strictly operating within the bounds of what is written. In the scriptures themselves, God has given us what I call guardrails. And as long as we stay within those boundaries, we will be fine. But get outside the guardrails and you go off course quickly. The great prophetic guardrail in the Old Testament is found in Daniel 9, 24 through 27. And building on that, the great prophetic guardrail in the New Testament is found in Matthew 24 and 25. A key to properly understanding Matthew 24 is found in Matthew 24:15, where Christ ties what he is saying to the guardrail of Daniel 9:27. Here Jesus lays down a focal time marker related to his subject matter. <clears throat> there he says, Matthew 24:15, "Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, Standing in the holy place, whoever reads, let him understand. The verse Jesus quotes here is Daniel 9.27. And it is that which deals with the 70th week of Daniel, which is to say the 70th and final seven-year period of God's special dealings with Israel that will usher in the kingdom. The emphasis at this point is strictly Israel. Daniel 9.27 says, Then he, the Antichrist, shall confirm a covenant with many for one week, seven years. But in the middle of the week, he shall bring an end to sacrifice and offering. And on the wing, that is the high point, on the wing of abominations shall be one who makes desolate, even until the consummation which is determined is poured out on the desolate. The height of abomination in view is that which Paul speaks about in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 4, where we read, The Antichrist, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. An abomination is something God absolutely detests and hates to the uttermost. It is most offensive to him. To sit in the temple of God and declare himself to be God is the height of abomination spoken of by Daniel in Daniel 9.27 and referenced by Christ in Matthew 24.15. Daniel specifically indicates this will take place in the middle of the seven-year tribulation period. So this is a very precise time marker. And here is the point. Jesus quotes Daniel 9.27 reference in relation to the end. He has just mentioned in Matthew 24.14. Therefore, it is critical that we consistently understand the end in this passage as being the end related to the 70th week of Daniel commonly called the seven-year tribulation period, related to Israel, which culminates in the second phase of the second coming. 
Some people claim that Matthew 24 has nothing to do with the rapture, claiming everything here in this chapter has to do with Israel and not the church. They're half right in that the first half of Matthew 24 is dealing strictly with Israel. But then there is a transition at verse 36, and the remainder of the chapter does not strictly emphasize Israel. We need to properly distinguish the two separate phases of the second coming. And we need to properly note the major transition at verse 36, which makes a distinction between the two. Christ first dealt with the second aspect of his second coming, in which Israel is the focal point. But then he dealt with the first aspect of his second coming, the rapture, in which Israel is not mentioned. So in Matthew 24, 4-35, we have dealt with here sign events related to the tribulation period in which Israel is central, which climaxes in the second aspect of Christ's second coming. Matthew 24, 36 through 51 deals with life as normal in the period leading up to the surprise first aspect of Christ's second coming, which involves the church. Don't let this confuse you. Christ first deals with the second phase of his second coming, and then secondly deals with the first phase of his coming. Now, we might expect that Christ would deal with what is first, first, and with what is second, second, but he didn't do that. Christ first dealt with what they had already had some knowledge about, and that is the coming related to Israel. They already knew about Jacob's trouble, that he would be saved out of it. Jeremiah 30, verse 7, Zechariah 14. So the first thing Christ does is build on this aspect of his second coming that relates to to Israel. But then he gives brand new revelation that ultimately relates to the church, that is the rapture, which will usher in the day of the Lord judgments, the tribulation period, that will climax in Christ's second coming to the earth. Daniel 9, 24 through 27 serves as guardrails in the discussion of prophecy. And the focal point of Daniel 9, 24 through 27 is Israel. If you get outside those guardrails, you'll go off course. In Matthew 24, Jesus tethered what he had to say about his coming and the end of the age to the 70th week of Daniel. You need a fixed anchor point that serves to align prophetic truth. The 70th week of Daniel is that anchor point. A good, a good surgeon rightly divides with his scalpel. Approved workers for God rightly divide the word of truth, 2 Timothy 2.15. Rightly dividing the word makes the proper distinctions between Israel and the church. And this distinction fundamentally relates to the two aspects of Christ's second coming as revealed by Christ in Matthew 24. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ.